wow. we were recording that whole no, thing. Why are we recording that? 11. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Giggles and Games, your entertainment podcast with our favorite hobbies for games and entertainment. That's right. And this is where we do some of our usual quirky, you know, improv stuff where we do Ooh. our best at. And, um... <laughs> And I'm your player number one, Laquita. That's right. And I'm your player number two, Carl. And this is Giggles, Giggles and Games. Games. Let's, Let's play. play. Today's gaming <laughs> session is going to consist of eight rounds. Uh, not necessarily. Six to eight rounds. <laughs> <laughs> More like, yeah, maybe you're right. More like well, seven, maybe. Six, six to seven rounds featuring... Featuring, um, we have two new games that we're trying, which are Future uh -huh. Comfort. Ooh. And we also have Cellulose. Cellulose. Uh -huh. Ooh. And we're going to be also discussing Abbott Elementary Season 3, Episode <laughs> 1 slash 2. I'm so excited, so excited. We are going to be uh, talking about this week's comic, Steelworks yeah. number one. That's right. And maybe we might do some reactions. I'm not sure. But otherwise, it'll be video games and, and more. more. <laughs> so let's get straight into the fun here with Tactile Play. Quita, you ready to play? I stay ready to play. Yeah. For what? Game night! It's, it's time, time for Tactile, tactile Play. play. <laughs> Welcome to Tactile Play. Today we're going to talk about our board games of the week, I guess. The board yes. games that we played this week. That's right. Uh, do you want to start with the one that you have over there? Yeah. So first up, we have Creature Comfort. Nice. It's by KTBG. Mm -hmm. I've never heard of that. Oh, is it Upside Down? Oh, my gosh. Sorry, the whole box is Upside <laughs> Down. Um, it's a really cute game where it's kind of like Animal Crossing. If you ever play oh, an yeah. Animal Crossing, it's like That's Animal right. Crossing, the the board game. You start with a family of animals, and mm -hmm. uh, you go out into the town. You try to collect resources, and the whole purpose of the game is to build the best home yes. with the best items. That's right. Mm -hmm. I remember now. <laughs> oh my god, we just played it. It wasn't yeah, that long ago. It's interesting. You. Yeah, you get to like um, try to buy different um, parts of your home yeah. and stuff like that to build different things. Each thing has some kind of ability that helps you in one way or another or, yes. or bonuses off of other things. And so you you end up not really getting the most complete house, I don't think. You just get a house <laughs> no. that um, runs well with what you're playing with. <laughs> Um, What's very, very unique about this game is um, you have a pool of dice mm, that's going to be the village oh, dice. Yeah, Each round, the right. first first player gets to roll the, the, the village dice for everyone. Mm -hmm. And then you also have two family dice, which has your your specific family color. And then the family, uh, and you would use all, a combination of those six dice to kind of um make your way through to grab different items yeah. and things in that sense it also reminds me of like when you do rolling rights where mm -hmm. everybody has to use the same die mm -hmm. um to do what they're doing on their turn and it's very similar to that the only difference is that you have two dies of your do you already explain that yeah <laughs> oh, oh, you can do it you have you have your you have your two of your own dice. that you you add to it but i thought that but was really neat and something that i thought was a really cool mechanic also is that you <laughs> plot twist 
you don't get to know the village dice results until you place oh, your workers yeah. out in the town. Right. So you could mm, be in a place so that that you have to have two dice equals seven mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. more, yep. and you may not have it because maybe you rolled a two and a three on mm. your on your fa family dice. Um, yep. And that's where the uh, introduction of the different upgrades comes into yep. play. Because one of the places that you can go to is an upgrade place to kind of get things to help you on your on, on your turn. Yep. Like I had Funeral a bicycle. Walls. A bicycle allowed me to move my worker after I saw the village die. So if there was mm, something that mm -hmm. wasn't working for me, I can kind of rectify that. Um, and, or uh, the, the, the almanac was really good because I got the plus or minus anything. Yeah, you get to... Um changed the result of the die yeah. a little bit i really like this game it was so fun I mean, it's cute and it's fun it's and cute it's not like even though there is some like luck involved yeah it's like the luck part of it is what you roll but then because yeah. you land at different places you have to strategize on well, what's the best move for me based on what i have and yeah so it's not all luck in which i I like that it's not all just luck, but... Yes, and then something that helps you to taper off that luck factor also is that you get to learn lessons. So let's say you go somewhere, but you don't have the dice necessary to fulfill oh, it. Yeah. You get to learn right. learn a lesson, which gives you a little token yeah, where like you, can plus, you can plus or minus your right. next roll. So... Or oh, not well, not even your next roll. Just on a future roll, you can yep. you can plus or minus. So this was really really cute. I would definitely play this again. There's um different ways to play your characters. There's different strategies. I personally, because we were playing with our third with our third player, um, and I personally uh, built a bookshelf just because I knew that he didn't have it. So I built the bookshelf and when we talk about bonuses one of the things is you get like a plus three for every book you have in your bookshelf so i was just collecting books all, all oh, around yeah. it was so fun so fun. it was it's good i highly recommend it yes very good game uh what are the ages for that game uh the ages for this game right here on are the front. one i mean yeah. eight plus so yeah. one to five players oh it's got a solo and then um, 60, 60 minutes. minutes. I want awesome. to say 60 degrees. <laughs> I, I almost said 60, 60 degrees. degrees. Yeah, that's so fun. The sun. So that well, was... Roberta Taylor, designer. Mm -hmm. So, nice job. Uh, our next game that we played for the week was oh, cellulose. Yes, cellulose. So this was, this was a, a nice little kind of science-y kind of like learning game. Mm -hmm. Uh, where you, we're all cells inside of a plant, yeah. and we're trying to we're trying to make it happen. We're trying to we're trying to gain the most points. Um, by I guess benefiting the cell the most or benefiting the plant yeah. the most. Like we're in the same plant, right? We're we're in the same yeah. plant. We're all just like <laughs> symbiotes in this plant. It's really interesting because it has this weird thing where it's got a separate board. Yes. where it's the roots of and the you'll plant. You'll see it on the screen, and then. <laughs> And then it, it, it grows out. Yes. And then the other main board is like mm -hmm. the cell itself, yeah. like on the inside. The nucleus, has like, yeah, different parts of the cell. Mm -hmm. And like, I, I just wonder like how much of this is like accurate. And um, I mean, I don't know if the relationships are necessarily accurate with the mechanics, but it's mm -hmm. got really good mechanics for a educational game that you might think like, oh, it's going to be educational, might be boring. Yeah. Um, but it was actually kind of fun. And there's a there's a little bit of a competitive yeah, nature really about it. Oh, because yeah, that's right. If you, um, because one of the competitive tracks that you'll see on the screen here is the track up at the top yep. 
um, where mm-hmm. if you contribute water to that track, mm. you get to move up, and then the player that has the most gets an extra move. Yep. So they get a token to give yeah. them an extra move. Yep. So uh, there were a couple of times that we were competing on that. I only competed on that track once, and then I left it to you guys because I was like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna try yeah. to make my way in this plant some other way. So oh, it's yeah. very cool. And then um, what's what's fun about the uh, track track to victory is you have to. Um, plant in inside of the cell cell walls, but in order to do that, you have to convert six water and six uh, mm-hmm. carbon dioxide. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Yeah, like <laughs> into into um, um, the little the green, green stuff. Thing. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> the green but uh, but then there's different point values associated to where you would be planting. So you kind of have to strategize there on Uh when you want to plant because you might have a six where if you wait a turn, you might get an eight. It's a little neat game. Like I'm Mm -hmm. I'm actually impressed with like the mechanics and you know how it's put together because it's so, I guess it's not, is it abstract? Because it's an actual like biology of a plant, Mm -hmm. but it seems abstract. (laughs) Yeah, you wouldn't so, you wouldn't wake up in the morning and say, "Oh man, I'm gonna go play this plant game today." So it yeah. is, um, it is a, a very unique take mm-hmm. on like uh, playing a board game. I can't imagine if you were in school learning about this stuff, mm-hmm. it'd be kind of neat, right? It would be because neat. you'd be like trying to make sense out of it. I wonder if it would make sense. But oh, a hundred percent, I would like try to like, play this game <laughs> with my with my with kids knowledge. to say. Hey, science! Science is fun, yeah. you know, because they don't have Bill Nye the Science yeah. Guy, unless I find it on YouTube. And honestly, this game is fun. It so. is fun. Um, this game is for uh one to five players. It's uh recommended for fourteen plus, and it's about sixty to ninety minutes, yeah. which was about right. Which is about right. And it's so. by Genius Games. By Genius Games. You want to be smart, you play these games. You play Genius Games. <laughs> so this was great. Uh, we had a really good game week this week. Mm-hmm. Especially uh, you. You played like a whole bunch of games. I did. Uh, one more thing I wanted to add yes, to Tactile Play. Yes. So the new season, <laughs> the new chapter of Lorcana, which is the Disney um, trading card game. Uh, that actually came out um, mm-hmm. this past week. So I went on my lunch again on opening day and I bought a trove for the first time ever. And the trove is super cute. It comes with eight eight packs of cards, which if you do the math, oh. if you do the math, you're a dollar less than if you were to buy just eight packs. Really? But then oh, you also nice. you also get the counter, you also get the little dice, nice. you get the cool little box with the card sleeves the to kind of organize, yeah. organize your cards. And then I had to, of course, buy uh, separately. Uh, the oh, Scrooge McDuck um, sleeves. sleeves, but yeah, it's, it seems to be a little malfunctioning with these sleeves. I hope it's not for everybody, but yeah. um, oh. just a little bit of technical difficulties. Oh. But I'm excited. I mean, this this has me excited to get back into the Lorcana tournaments that right, and they we were doing. Introduce a new mechanic. Don't they they? introduced they introduced something called um, lo- location. So uh-huh. lo- locations can help you out in different ways. One, they give you lore just random just automatically at the top of your turn and then you can place characters there and different locations have different buffs 
And then there's also different characters that can play off of locations. Like Jason played a character where he gets resist and can quest for the amount of locations that you have on your board in front of you. Can your opponent go on to your locations? No, I don't believe no. your opponents can go on to your locations. I don't believe so. So you played this new one with locations yes. literally just like yes. now. So mm -hmm. uh, what are your impressions? What do you think? about this new set? I think it re refreshes the game um, because before it was all... What I love that um, Raven's Burgers are doing with this is that each chapter, they're adding different elements, which, which mm. kind of keeps the game fresh mm. to me because I love Lorcana, but I did was like I did kind of get a little bored of it. And now with the locations and the new cars and the new sets, I'm like, ooh, gotta get back out of there. I gotta get mm. back out of there. So I like it. I like that there's a different element because that keeps players constantly having to change their strategies, constantly having to adapt. Yeah. You know, because the first game I played, I won and I didn't know what I you know, half of my deck was new. So it's like it's Dude, very interesting. I'm so curious if the locations work with the previous they do. chapter they do. and affect them differently maybe um yes they can what's cool about some of the locations i have one i think there was one that gave it like resist or something which is uh -huh. cool like all your characters there so now they get the resist buff which helps um against like a steel steel deck that's like shooting cannons and stuff at you mm -hmm. so that kind of tapers that off um, I mean, in the tournament scene, it's it's just starting this week, so I guess we'll see how how it plays off. But I think it works well because I have a couple of cards that I already know that I want to use with it mm -hmm. after playing my two games. I'm like, okay, so this would be a nice card to use with these. And at first, when I was playing, I was like, do I put a lot of locations in? Do I put yeah, a, 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 a small amount? Yeah. Like what to do? But they are inkable. So that's good as oh, well. Oh, that is good. Yeah. Yeah. I was worried that it would be too much and then it'd be like, you know, too much, you know, a little overwhelming, but it sounds mm -hmm. like you you kind of played into it pretty easily. So I mean, like it, I only played play. two games, but okay. you know, <laughs> I, <laughs> I think the deck that I'm going to run, is going to play well with it mm -hmm. because I'm going to have different, uh, <laughs> I'm giving you, give you all of my, uh, all of my secrets. secrets. Um, because I'm going to play, uh, I think I'm going to play purple blue with it. Mm -hmm. And with blue, it's easy to ramp quick. And then purple allows you to draw quickly as well. But okay. what I'm doing with purple is I'm not playing the draw game. I'm playing the game from last chapter. I'm playing the bounce game. So I still have the Merlins to bounce back and give uh -huh, me more uh -huh. and things like that. And I think playing that with lo locations, people are going to ha have to pick something to focus on. So they may not be focusing on my goat that's bouncing back and forth. So I should pay attention because we'll Laquita's really good. I don't. I don't think She's I'm really contender. good. I don't think I'm a contender. <laughs> but yeah, I'm super excited. So yeah, let me know if you're playing Lorcana, if you have uh, yeah. any of the Inklands, um, and what your thoughts on on the new locations. Ha. ha ha ha! Is that tactile play? That is tactile play this week. See you in the next round. <laughs> This is Brakeisha New Zealand. And this is Casey Randall Rick. And, and welcome, welcome to anything but, but the news. news. Dun, dun.
Welcome, citizens, to this week's episode of Anything But, but the, the News, news. your favorite news broadcast that doesn't broadcast anything. That's right. <laughs> and it's very important. So you should stay tuned to it all the time. Every day, every week. That's uh, right. So Anything But the News is a segment in which we do an improv and we create a news story. A breaking, yes, news, a breaking story. news story. But how do we do it? We use a game called Danger, Danger the Game. That's right. We don't use it as intended, but we no. like its components. Yes. And how does that fit into how we create a story? So we use the cards. Um, The first one, Carl is going to pick oh. a danger card. A we danger? We use the cards to give us prompts in order to guide the breaking news story for this I'm week's scared. segment. This is dangerous. <laughs> it's this is dangerous. dangerous. And then Laquita will pick a skill card. Ooh. So in the story, someone will have oh. this special skill. Mm -hmm. And then we also pick a tool because you can't have a, a news story without some type of tool that helps our focus of the story. Okay. And then in the story, <laughs> we will have a surprise <laughs> twist a plot twist boom 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 <laughs> and plot twist to you we don't we're, we're not going to reveal the plot twist until it naturally yeah. unfolds in the story and we won't know when that will be and we don't look at it either so we're <sighs> we're going to find out together about this so first we will reveal the danger what's the danger the danger is a herd of bloodthirsty rabbits is chasing you. Oh my God. This is Watership oh. Down all over oh again. Oh my gosh. And then the skill that you're going to use is to see the closed captioning of your life. What? <laughs> That's what? what? You're oh seeing the closed captioning of your life. Uh, and what are we going to use? Someone else's credit card. <laughs> I mean, okay. if you have to. So uh, oh, we are going to roll for initiative to see who's going to start oh, this breaking Lord. news story. Oh, this one's <laughs> tricky. Oh, my. That is a nat <laughs> one. That is a nat one. Hmm. It's hmm. tricky, but I'm confident we can make. All right. That's more than a nat one. Okay. That is a six. All right. So I'm confident we're going to give you the best story. Let's go. This is Brakeisha New Zealand. And this is Casey Randall Rick. And welcome, welcome to anything but the news. Welcome to anything but the news. This week, we have a breaking story from New Zealand in which there's a huge population of rabbits that have been populating for over the past decade and they have the most rabbits in the world. Yes, and some would say that these rabbits have recently gone rabid. Really? Yes, because we hear that they've become bloodthirsty. Rabbits are traditionally known to be vegetarians, eating carrots and cabbage, mm -hmm. lettuce, what, what, what have you. And lately they've been terrorizing the farms of New Zealand and they've been taking out livestock. Mm, yes. Uh, they've been very, very thirsty, so they look for, like, the biggest cows they could find on the farm, and they start, you know, nibbling on them a oh, bit. Oh, Bessie. And so the problem is that 
while they're doing this, they're just getting more and more populated because they get more bloodthirsty and they mm -hmm. do other things that they're really thirsty mm -hmm. about. <laughs> and then there's more babies. Mm -hmm. And then there's not enough food. So what do you think happens? Well, we have a report from one of the farmers out in the farms of oh New wow Zealand. i can't wait to hear this okay is well, he calling in we are we, we we are well we have a taped a oh. pre-taped interview oh. but oh. let's go down to our farmer john farmer john yes this is farmer john and let me first tell you <laughs> that everything that i'm saying to you right now is appearing as closed caption up on the screen because i can see everything in closed captioning so just in case anything is misconstrued, it will not be misconstrued. So we had two prime cows, Bessie and Mabel. And they were out in the pasture grazing as they normally do. We went out one, one fine morning to go ahead and milk them. And a herd of bloodthirsty rabbits leaped over the fence because they had hops. Leaped over the fence. Glide hops? Glide hops, I think, honestly. Oh. Leap over the fence, glid right on over <laughs> to to the cows. And it was very it was too graphic to even explain. But Bessie and Mabel, rest in peace. Thank you so much for all of the dairy that you've provided to us over the years. And uh yeah, I was I was in shock. My wife fainted, Patricia fainted because of the the bloodthirsty you know rabbits. You know, I also heard that, you know, though the cows appeared to be dead, they actually kind of more evolved, like they became undead in a sense, kind of like it were um, a rabid, you know, uh, virus. Mm -hmm. And so instead of milk coming out, there was blood coming out, which mm -hmm. was okay for now, because now that means the rabbits can just milk the cow for blood and not kill more cows and not ki kill any humans. Uh, and they would just go like that and they would be satisfied. Uh, in fact, I heard that it's so successful that they're mass producing this blood uh, so that you can buy it because it, apparently it's actually has other properties that are good for us that can benefit us that doesn't make us into rabid, bloodthirsty humans. It is unnatural if you ask me. They have turned my cows into movies. Well, I know you probably went out buy some. I know because you used somebody else's credit card thinking that they wouldn't know. Isn't that right, Prakisha? How'd you know? Well, it was my credit card. Oh, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> we had to we had to get out there and test everything. Um, but while we were out there testing, while I was on the field doing the great work of this this segment and buying that blood and and buying that blood to test card. out to test out oh damn it i i realized that it drains the strength of each use oh no i didn't have any but i did give a couple people some and they got really weak so we took them to oh, the lab man. and did a couple of tests no one knew about that side effect there's there's always the side effects. Damn. Every there, everything you know, nothing's too good to be true. That's there's always right. the side effect. What a good so, lesson to learn. So it drains your strength, but on the other hand, you do look youthful a little bit. So maybe mm. so maybe take it at night. Maybe you do that, and then you rest and rejuvenate during the day, like a vampire. 
So have you ever heard of Mrs. Balthery? <laughs> the countess that would bathe in. Oh, okay. well, oh <laughs> yes. I know what you're talking about. Is that her name? Yeah. <laughs> yes, Balthery. Well, maybe uh, just take it slow if you're out there. Um, if you're in New Zealand, we're sending our prayers to you. Be careful of those bloodthirsty rabbits. But uh, if you're out there and you're looking for boobies, uh, I hear that it's out there. Looking for what? Boobies. Boobies? Movies. <laughs> <laughs> Movies? Movies. What's a movie? The zombie. Oh! <laughs> oh. Oh. Maybe I should have said mm. mombies. Oh, okay. Does mm. mombies work better? I don't know if I would have got. No, I don't. I probably wouldn't have gotten it. Well, thank you for listening to our thank story you. tonight. Uh, Casey, uh, Here's your credit card. And we'll be back. Carl, will you be my player number two? Oh, I'll always be a player number two, Lakita. Okay, but like, look out for the boss. Oh, dang it. Welcome to Plug and Play. And play. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Plug and Play. This is where we talk about our video games, our electronic video games. games. Yes. Anything we can plug in and play. That's right. What have you been playing this week? The usual, I'm playing Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, so okay. that's my number one game right okay. now. That's all, all I'm playing. Okay, so that's all you're playing. Yeah. I played some Fortnite. Yes. Uh, I'm level 100, 20 more levels left to get the bird is the word. Uh, I have to see when the season ends, because March is coming I up. I think it's coming pretty soon, Oh, right? I gotta be playing the rest of the day. I'll, I'll play tonight. Um, yes, and then, um... What else have I been playing? Have I been playing anything? We've played some Board Game Arena. That was oh, cool. yeah. BoardGameArena.com. Yeah, so if on you want to play some board games online on mm -hmm. your PC, uh, you can mm -hmm. go to BoardGameArena.com. You can play with friends, play with random yeah. people. Uh, they have a lot of board games on there. I've been playing Forest Shuffle. Oh, really? I've been playing with, a lot of Forest Shuffle and Spots. Real people? With real people. Ooh. Yeah. Forest Shuffle and Spots. Mm -hmm. I played some Azul, played some oh, of that yesterday. Wow. Mm-hmm. You've really gotten into that. Yeah, it's been really good. I've I've been having a blast. Awesome. So played some balloons. Like like balloons. I have my whole setup. I have balloons on my laptop screen and then on my um my monitor, my big like 30 inch monitor, I have my um I have the board game thing because it alerts you when it's your turn. It'll make like a little oh, yeah. bell, mm -hmm. a, a little chime noise. Yep. So it alerts you. So then I, I'm just playing balloons and building my towers on the other screen. It's great. Nice. So I have some news for us. Okay. There's a game called City 20 okay. that's coming out. Mm -hmm. And it seems like it's a game in which you play in the city and the city evolves based on the way you play. So I'm not exactly sure if you're building the city or mm -hmm. just in it doing things but the it evolves apparently have you ever heard of the game sim city from like back in the day yeah so it, anytime yeah. anytime i hear of a game that says like city whatever mm -hmm. i it just automatically takes me back to like what 90s when sim sim city was out i used to love that game i like that yeah you, you love all those type <laughs> of games right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and there's this other game called kamuri 
And okay. the thing that looks really cool about it is A, the art. The art style is great in it. And it's about yokai hunters or in Japanese ghost hunting. Oh. And so they're like kind of like urban, grungy, like kind of cool looking, like, like vampire hunters, but ghost hunters. Okay. And it looks like a really fun game. I can't tell if it's multiplayer or not, but I think it might be. Uh, so that's something to look out for. Now, do you know if there's going to be any jump jump scares? Because those are the type of oh. games that I'm like, ah! But, oh, like, they're know. the best ones to stream. I, I don't think it's that type of game. Mm -hmm. I think it's probably more like, you know, like Fortnite. You know, that kind of, okay. you know, third-person type of thing. Okay. And there's two other things. Warframe Mobile came out recently. I okay. don't know if anyone cares. Oh, right. <laughs> Have you ever, you like... Do you know, are you familiar with Warframe? Yes, but not on mobile. Mm. Yeah, so it's on mobile if you like to play it. And then Peacemaker has been introduced mm -hmm. as a DLC for Mortal Kombat 1. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so there's a trailer and we don't have to watch it. <laughs> you don't want to watch it? No, I feel like, would you like to do a reaction to it? Sure. Yeah? Really? Yeah, let's watch it. Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back with the reaction. All right. Okay. So we're watching the um, trailer for Peacemaker being added to Mortal Kombat? Yes. Yes. All right. Let's see it. And you guys should be able to see it on the screen as well. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that looks cool. This oh. is no time to smile. Hell yeah, it is. It really looks like him, Tyler. It does. That Luke Kane? Yeah. Because he's a, he's like a Raiden now, right? Yeah, he's kind of like the new Raiden. Oh my gosh. Fight. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this reminds me so much of old school Mortal Kombat. Oh. You're the first bangable monster chick I've met. Katana? Oh, that's that's she she uh Sheena? Sheena? Uh no, I think it's either Katana or Melina, I think. It's Melina. It's not Katana because yeah. she's a monster. Uh, Take more effort than beating you will. I will so enjoy killing you. He looks like doesn't he look like um Kratos a little bit? Oh yeah. He looks yeah. like Kratos that didn't Kratos' is dad. Yeah. Ooh. I love the eagle. The eagle is my favorite of that whole series. Ah! Wait, did you see Peacemaker? Yeah. You did? Yeah. All of it? I didn't get to see all of it yet. Oh, that's like a peace sign. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Finish them. his mask to do all those things. See them. Yep. Unlocked. Fatality. That is so cool. <laughs> Stop.
starting February 28th. What the hell is that? Who's That's so funny. Who's that girl? I don't know. Combat pack includes. Oh, okay. That one guy was from. Um, wasn't he from Inven Is it Invincible? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. So that was cool. Wow. Today's broadcast brought to you by Yo Mama. I feel like I have to say that every time. <laughs> It's Every always time. your mama. It always is your mama. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Brought to You By, which is our next improv segment of the podcast. Right. And, and in this segment, we use the game Medium. Medium! Um, not as intended, but we use some of the cards to give us prompts to create a product that's sponsoring our podcast. Yes. And I rolled a 13. What 13? Roll? I rolled a 9. A 9. So that means, I guess I'll be starting it, but with the game medium, each player, at least part of the game works this way, will have a card and we will reveal each card together. Mm -hmm. And He's then in a count of three, we each have to come up with a word or phrase that bridges the gap between the two words, which is why it's called medium. So this is something you can play with us as well when we tell you what the words are. Yes. We'll count down to three from three and we'll say something together and see if it's the same. Okay. okay. So let's reveal the words. All Ready? Right. Yes. Wave. Fish. Oh. Oh. I, I'm ready. Okay. All right. So in three, two, two one. one. Oh, shit! I hope so. That, that was, was a pretty easy one. That was kind of easy. <laughs> All right. So Love our it. sponsor of the week is going to be either Fish Wave or Wave Fish. Fish Wave, Wave Fish, Fish Wave, Wave Fish. Okay. <laughs> and I have to start it? Yeah. You got the highest. Okie dokie. <clears throat> Today's broadcast brought to you by... Fish Wave. Yes. Fish Wave is a new product from our friends at Ocean Pacific Blue, mm -hmm. which is a company that de develops um, fun and unique implements that you could use in the ocean with other aquatic animals. Yeah. And I am so excited because OPB is always coming down on me. And I love that Ocean Pacific Blue has really nice um, attachments. They have the mermaid tail. Mm. They have the fish gills. Um, they have the snorkels that kind of look like a hammerhead. Oh, so yeah. like you can kind of go, go out there and be a little less intimidated by uh, what would be out in your surrounding in the water. Right. And with Fish Wave, you can actually add like some fish skinny wavy elements to your body so that you can blend in with your surroundings under the water. It is becoming a brand new trend. My favorite is the barnacle scales that you can add. Uh, you can kind of add as an accent, you know, kind yes. of like around your face and, and yeah. on your cheek and stuff uh, to, 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 to make it a more immersive experience for when you go out snorkeling or just go out scuba diving. That's right. And then 
also, you can use fish wave outside the water to give yourself a nice little wave mm -hmm. in your hair as well. Nice little wave. Mm -hmm. uh, for, for all my friends out there that knows about wet, wet and wavy hair, this is 10 times better than wet, wet and wavy hair. It stays moist, it stays nice and um, oceanic. Uh, it has a couple of shell attachments mm -hmm. that you can put in your hair. And the best thing that I love, love about it is you don't have the smell that you would traditionally think of. You have a nice like sea breeze smell. It's kind of like a tropical smell mm -hmm. to all of these attachments. So, Fish Wave, thank you so much for sponsoring today's podcast. And if you're ever going out snorkeling, or if you just want to uh, live like one of the fishes, hit up Ocean Pacific Blue, OPD Fish Wave. this week i don't know what are we watching this week let's check on the, on the screens. screens welcome <laughs> to on the screens this is one of my favorite segments because it it, it makes it so that i can uh watch shows and not feel bad about it because i'm talking about it on the That's podcast right, we get to talk about it <laughs> so we um had to switch shows because yep. Uh, we ran out of things that we were watching. So what are we watching now, Carl? Yeah, so we're starting off with Abbott Elementary. And we might add some others along the way. But yes. we're starting with Abbott Elementary. Yes. Season 3. Season 3. Uh, episode 1 slash 2. Correct. The premiere was two episodes. Yes. What did you think? So so first of all, oh. going into this, I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite character? Before you started Season 3, did you have a favorite character? I Hmm, maybe I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say uh, Barbara for now. Okay, okay. My favorite character. Um, it probably is Ava, just because she's yeah. so unhinged. Oh my god, yeah, that's true. She's a Ava horrible person, but that yeah. was that's what makes her character so funny. Yeah, like so interesting. Yeah. Um. Unhinged. By the way, this is gonna have spoilers in it, so if you're mm -hmm. uh, if you don't want to spoil. Season three, episode one of Abbott Elementary. Uh, I actually found out that we can do um, timestamps on both the audio and YouTube. So just go to the next really? time timestamp. So I add Fantastical. Those in. So uh, season three, uh, episode one starts off. Ava went to Harvard. She studied at Harvard, but like just on their campus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's crazy. <laughs> She's so funny. And uh, she became a good principal yeah. and i'm doing the air quotes quotation right. she became a good principal yeah. super responsible super and... responsible um what did you think about just like the whole them getting back into thing also the cameraman apparently got mugged yeah. which is funny you know i i some comments i i thought about were the fact that they incorporated the camera crew more mm -hmm. like because it's supposed to be a documentary whereas other shows that use that kind of style with like a real life camera they don't acknowledge them as like being the author as yeah. much they'll just look yeah. at them and, and so then... now they're kind of more like it's almost like a character like this is a documentary so we know you're here we expect you to be here and following us mm -hmm. and stuff like that uh which is interesting it's so funny because one of the ways that they introduce it is like 
uh, showing the um, the cameras from five five months prior. Mm. So what mm -hmm. the camera crew is missing is like, oh yeah, uh, I hope he. <laughs> so it's just like, oh yeah, uh, I hope he'll be fine because you know we were in kind of like a rough neighborhood, walking oh, around yeah. with all this equipment. <laughs> uh -huh. It was it was great. I loved it. And you can tell that they've been doing so well because with season three, I felt I could see <laughs> the quality. Mm -hmm. Like, it was, like, up to the next level. It, yeah. looks, it looks really, really good. Kenta Bronson has won so many awards all, already for Abbott Elementary. Uh, she's the one that plays... Um, J J what's uh, her name? Janine. Janine. Is it? Is it really? Yes. I was I was gonna call her Janae and I was like, that's not right. <laughs> uh, uh, Janine is my least favorite character. She she is, but you know, I have my main character syndrome thing, so that's probably why. I just read today that she's the second black woman to win what I can't remember which award it was. Yeah, she's she's doing amazing things. So Abbott that's, Elementary, I'm so congratulations on her. Yes, and I like teachers. it. I like it. It is great. it is great. It's it it shows. I like that it shows. Even though it's not a true story, right? It shows a lot of the struggles that teachers do have because um, I remember when I was in high high school, a lot of the teachers there they either weren't that good because we were in a lower income neighborhood so they either weren't that good or the ones that were that good had to fight for everything that they wanted to give us so that like so that we would compete with other other schools that had budgets you know wow. so um i feel like one of the storylines there is like she 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 could have went to teach you know probably anywhere she was re really smart she did really mm -hmm. well in college but she wanted to go back to her stomping grounds you know try to give back to those kids in that community mm -hmm. to try to help help go forward so uh, i think there's really good messaging in it and it's and it's funny it's i like it yeah the characters are fun yeah and it looks like they kind of they started introducing some new elements in the season to kind of mix things up they had like the whole well, she got a whole new job in like part of the district, uh, like yes! board or something like that. Exactly. Right? Um, and so there's all these district people who are coming in to assess the school, and she's yeah. kind of part of that crew now. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. It's great for her because she, you know, one of her things is she wants to make a difference. She wants to make mm -hmm. things work, mm -hmm. but her ideas were always getting shut shut mm -hmm. down either because people have been doing it longer and think that they know better. Barbara, love Barbara, but Barbara's like, this is the way I've been teaching for 30 years. Mm -hmm. This way works, you know? Um, not really progressing with the trends. And she's like, oh no, but we want to make sure our kids aren't having a disadvantage because they don't have mm -hmm. certain technologies or advances yeah. that other people have. And nobody wants to listen to her. Ava doesn't listen to yeah. her. Okay, but yeah. So what else did you think about the episode? I thought that... <laughs> you know, I thought that it would be fun to see Ava change her character that drastically mm -hmm. because it creates a whole new dynamic for all of the cast and like all of a sudden instead of her being so irresponsible that they can't get anything done, she seems very self-centered. It's like complete opposite mm -hmm. in which I think it could create opportunities for different types of comedy, right? Yeah. But then... It didn't but last then, very long. Yeah, no. They reverted her back with, you know, back that thing up by Juvenile. Yeah. So she got reverted like, oh. back. I was like, that was quick. 
well, uh, it was it was definitely fun. Um, they also address the whole uh, Janine and uh, oh yeah, Greg Greg yeah, Gregory right, Greg, Gregory, Gregory thing yeah um yeah where he turned her down. Mm hmm. Yikes! But I feel like he only, Yikes. but he only, he only did that because he thought that's what she wanted, though, or like that was. He thought that was best. Listen, what? you know something that grinds grinds my gears, right? Obviously, she was she she went to him and she had this very real moment with him. And him saying, oh, I thought, you know, that I should give it time and blah, blah, blah. And it's best. You know, I don't want to ruin the friendship, blah, 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 blah. But then, like, you can't be looking at her when the, because the, the one district guy, I think, is into her. And he was kind of side-eyeing eyeing him a little bit. I'm just mm. like, it's just one of those things where you hate it because you see two characters who should probably try to be together because every time they tried, there's been an obstacle. Now there's no obstacle, so why not just try it? Well, that's why they had to create an obstacle. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess. Now he's <laughs> saying no. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. It's going to end up with one of them's going to be walking down the aisle and then the other one's going to run down. Okay, no, I really want to be with you. Now you done dragged the third party into this because they thought you weren't mm. coming back. I'm telling you, I already know how these dramas mm. work. I live in the drama. I know how they work. Yeah, I for some reason I thought they changed that around though by the end, no? That he no. was kind of like with it? Oh, I can't remember. No, they just were talking normally again because mm. what happened is they weren't really talking like it was very awkward when mm -hmm. she came back the five months later and they hadn't talked out what happened five months previously mm. so then they talked it out and kind of became like right. friends that again kinda, so they yeah. got back to being okay yes like. um i really liked barbara mm -hmm. in this episode and her character i think she's just always so like I guess in a way she's kind of very motherly. Yeah. Right? So she, she kind of takes care of people and like stands up for them and mm -hmm. like, I don't know, she just seems like a good person. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, um, I like Barbara. I like that she was open because when the one guy from the, why do I want to call him Manny? I don't know what his name is. I think is you're it, right. Is, I think is, it might is be it Manny. Okay, well, I just remember him right. saying he's like, hey, I know you may not want help, but I want you to know that my mom worked for the school district for years. I saw her busting her mm -hmm. butt to make sure that kids have education, and I see that in you, and I want you to know that I'm not the enemy. And, like, for Barbara, it shows growth in her character because she didn't want anything changed. She wants yeah. everything her way, her way, her way. And when, she listened, when she listened to him say, say that, she was like, Maybe, maybe, maybe yeah, they are actually right. trying it to make a difference. Like sparked a change in her, and that yeah. almost like going forward, she started being more supportive of mm -hmm. it. In fact, it was great. It was yeah. great to see. Mm -hmm. It's great character development. And then, oh, you know, because they had the whole career fair thing. You know, I had mm -hmm. um, different people come in to um, not mentor, but kind of like come. Yeah, in just to, talk about their careers, yeah. give so, inspiration. Um, one of them got. Is that his name, Mr. Johnson, the janitor? <laughs> One of them got yeah. him. And you know the thing is with that character, for some reason, that character never 
has never really landed landed right for me. Like I, mm-hmm. I've never kind of jumped on board with him, like with his character. <laughs> Mrs. He he just exaggerates stuff. He's like the guy that's been around the longest, and he has so much experience because he's been there. Oh yeah, he told for like, years a crazy and years story and years. about how oh, he got to gosh. where he is. I mean, that's that's funny and that's oh. crazy. But yeah, his 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 character is supposed to be, and you know it's funny. We had a character like this at my high school. I think I resonate with this show a lot because it does remind me of my high school. Like some some of the characters, like Miss, uh, you know, Barbara reminds me of a couple of our teachers, Mrs. Nelson. Shout out to Miss Nelson. She was always trying to make things better for us, you know, even though we were in a lower income school. So it's like it's like you all you. Like, I can identify with those characters being from a similar situation, even though it was high school. Um, And there was a Mr. Johnston character. It was actually one of the football coaches. And he used to ride around on his little golf cart. He used to sell Krispy Kreme donuts in the morning. It was great. And he always had these outrageous stories. And it was just so funny. He was just such a character. He was such a character. And uh, so I think that's why I, you know, get along with him. Because I identify him as someone from my childhood. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, um, you know... I think it's just nice. Like, he's not particularly funny to me, but I think it is nice when he does his little, like, schemes and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I think it's I think it's nice. I think it's great that the show, even though it's a comedy, it really does kind of touch upon, like, real important mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I like these little nuances of where, like, like in this episode, I think it was Janine who said that, oh, from now on, she's just going to try to just be a the good a good teacher versus yeah. trying to fight the system and trying to make things better or try to you know change mm-hmm. things that she'll just accept things as the way are, they are and just become a good teacher and and part of that was I think part of a lesson that she learned from Barbara or something like that I think mm-hmm. maybe but it's like you know little things like that um that I think are you know really kind of like touching or like oh that's kind of true or oh that's really something that people may struggle with or like that's a yeah, because what thing to happen? What typically happens is right. You, you, you try so hard to where you just stop trying at all, right? Because mm-hmm. you're 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 tired of getting getting like denied and stuff. So I think one of the core lessons that Barbara has taught Janine over the couple of years that she's been at Abbott is that hey, just because we don't have the backing of the district mm-hmm. and our principal and stuff doesn't mean that we can't make a difference mm-hmm. in our in and our students' lives. Yeah. And that's and that's the most most important thing, right? Right, 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 right. Yeah, she always has these great little like speeches for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's talk about the drama, the oh proposal. My God, oh, I feel so no. bad for her. I feel for so her. bad for Melissa. Yes. I feel bad for him. Well, come on. I, mm-hmm. I you gotta be fair, right? She literally she told, told him. him. She told him straight up, nothing like she straight up told him. Yeah. I, I don't want to get married. Like, yeah. I yeah. mean, she had guts to say no, though, right? She, I, I was proud of her. Yeah, no, for being she, able to say no because that's what she really wanted. Yeah, that's what she really wants. And then even to but, step away from the relationship, she was oh, like, yeah, she was I like, know. she was like. You're not gonna be happy because I'm not gonna give you like like I'm not gonna uh-huh. marry you and it it's nothing against you it's just that's just a choice for her and it's and it's funny um Ryan's mom 
was married to Ryan's dad, and mm-hmm. then that ended really badly. And now she's with his stepdad, but she's she's she never wants to get married again. But they're they're pretty much right, married, you right. know. So it it is right, one right. of those one of those things, right? That it's just you have to either respect it or you have to move move on. It is heart a heartbreaking, but like she. She did straight up tell him because yeah. even when he was dropping hands, she was like, "Like I want to make sure we're on the same thing." Like, yeah, this ain't it's happening. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's uh, so I mean, I don't feel sorry for him in that sense because because of that. Yeah. However, it is kind of crazy that they broke it off, right? But it makes sense because he really wants to see. That's one they of those things. Well, that's one of those things. In a relationship over that. That's one of those things where I think it's a non-negotiable for really? both both parties. And that's why sometimes you have to mm. have that hard re- realization, no matter how much you care for somebody. Because if you're not able to give them what they want, and they're not willing to accept that, then you have to break it off because eventually somebody's going to get jaded and upset. Mm. So you might... It's, a, it, it's like a thing where there's some people that's like, oh, uh... You know, this person, you know, my my partner doesn't want want to have kids, but they mm. really want to have kids. Yeah. And they're like, well, after a while, they'll probably forget about it. And then they'll probably want to have kids. But there are some times where that just doesn't happen. And then mm. the partner who really wants to have a kid is very upset. And, and it ends up ending in divorce because they want to go have a kid. And then they feel like that they wasted their life with this person. Mm-hmm. And, like, sometimes that's a part of being an adult. You just have to make that decision. If you're both not willing to come to terms... Like, they would have stayed in a relationship if he would have looked at her and said, okay, I will respect your wishes and we will not... You know, I would not ask you to marry me again. But he knew in his heart that he didn't want that either. So that's why he said goodbye. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's different for everyone. Like, there, I mean, we just don't know what his main reasoning for wanting it is yeah. so bad, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I guess that can be, we can feel bad for both of them, I guess. It's tough. But it's more tough. Fun with, so. But it was funny because they had the, they had the, 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 guy, the eagle. The, yeah, yeah, he the, was just like, oh man, you know? Guy. Oh, it's so funny. But it was and good. Like, I was... thought you said a miracle. Like, it would take a miracle. Yeah. This is close to a miracle. And I was like, well, uh, a little bit. It's not really a miracle, but I thought going into that that he was the one that set it up, but he but he wasn't. So I thought that he like set the whole thing up for that, but no. Um but yeah, anything else from the episode? Uh no, that was the the cherry on top or whatever you want to call it, the bullet point. Okay. <laughs> that was it. Well that's really good. I do want to touch on one other thing for on the screens just for me personally. Guys so I already told Carl this. I need him to get into some type of D and D. So we may be adding something to our watch list in the in the near future. I don't know how soon because we have a couple of things that we do want to try to get through. So I don't want to pile too much on. But I'm trying to get Carl into Dimension Twenty. So if you watch Dimension Twenty, uh, what season do you think? I should have Carl start with. I kind of want him to just start with the original season, Fantasy High, because that's what started mm-hmm. everything. Um, but would that be something that we discuss then? Yeah. But then you'd be like rewatching it? Yeah, I'll rewatch new, it. Is there another new season that I'm, we're doing? I'm watching Fantasy High junior year right now, uh-huh. so you would be watching the originally. Fan- okay. Oh, wait, no. 
I know the one that Carl that, that that I'll get Carl to watch. A crown of a crown of candy. That's Game of Thrones meets Candyland. Oh and God. I think you would thoroughly enjoy <laughs> That's that really one. Funny. It's it's a it's it's intense and it's only like eight episodes so i think you enjoy that yeah. all right that's the one crown of candy <laughs> all right <laughs> what else do we have for? i think that's it for <laughs> i mean i mean i guess there are some other things i could mention sure. so some of the other things that we're um talking about possibly mm -hmm. watching or that we are watching is the original x-men animated show in Yay! preparation for the new X-Men 97 on Disney+. Plus. Yes. And have so we're going to... I have, actually. Oh. So for March 2nd, uh -huh. when we come back from that, okay. it will be... On March 2nd, we will be discussing the first season, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and then by March... I don't know. I wrote it down I Yeah, it's 16. Just that, 14 days. And then... I don't know how to pronounce that, but we were considering... Iwaju? Iwaju? Mm-hmm. Okay, on February 28th is when that starts, so we... This week? Oh, yeah, that is this week. Uh, so we may be adding that, maybe, yes. soon. Yes. And then down the line, we may add another Marvel show, and we're also in discussion of possibly adding an anime. Yeah. Either um, Mashal, mm -hmm. or, yeah, Mashal, or Shangri-La Frontier. Yes. If you're familiar with any of those, let us know. They're also manga. And then on the film side, mm -hmm. are any of these that I'm going to name next something of interest that you would like to react to? Number one, a movie called Civil War, which is literally what happens if we go into Civil War in real life. Like, no. I couldn't believe that there was a movie about that. No. Yeah, it, it seemed really like no. weak and real. Yeah, no. And now the totally opposite end. Sasquatch Sunset. <laughs> what? Which is, is about a family of Sasquatches. Okay. Okay. And then we also have the new Borderlands movie. That's going to be the one. Okay, wait, there's more. Uh-huh. And then there's another movie called Boy Kills World. Oh. With Bill Skarsgård, the guy who played um, Pennywise. Okay. From It. All right. And he plays, I don't know, I don't think he's a boy, but anyway, he plays a boy who... <laughs> Kills the world? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. It just looks really over-the-top violent. Okay. Um, and then these are some old ones. We still haven't seen Quiet Place Day 1. Mm -hmm. Despicable Me 4. Mm -hmm. uh, this Is Me Now. J-Lo's Musical. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Twisters and Wicked. Okay. Is there anyone that you would like to react to? I mean, today, Borderlands. I okay. do want to react to uh, Wicked. Uh, Sasquatch meets Sunset <laughs> actually sounds interesting, so maybe. Maybe. All right. Love Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. God, I hate this planet. Okay, okay. What'd you look at that? A ladder! Unfortunately, my design doesn't facilitate this type of... Oh, claptrap! Well... Destiny awaits. Ah. I don't know, but it's Kevin Hart. Legend has it that there's this massive treasure hidden in some secret vault. Mm -hmm. And if you go hunting for it, you'd better take any help <laughs> you can get. Oh my gosh. Because it's on the weirdest, most dangerous, 
dumpster fire of a world in the universe. God, I hate this planet. Okay. What is that smell? Piss wash, go. Ew! Put the window up. I don't want it! Roll the window up! Oh. It's Pete. It's Pete. Why do you think it's called piss wash? How did it get the name? It's in my Okay. Looking for this vault? We have something they don't, baby girl. Okay. What? Major issues. Time to make it rain with your body parts. <laughs> guy with the mask because they didn't feature him as one of the featured uh, characters i don't know but maybe yeah. i can't believe eli roth wrote it and i think he directed it too oh. it's because he normally does horror movies and stuff mm -hmm. i don't know i mean it looks cheesy but it looks fun it looks especially like it if you play the game i think it looks fun i think the only thing i wasn't sure about was kevin hart mm-hmm Carl's like, what character is that? Carl, I, mean, I don't know. I like it when he plays super dumb. I can see how that would play off here really well. But he, he didn't seem to be that dumb in this. <laughs> no, no. I don't know. He's there to add a little sprinkle of comedy. I don't know. That oh, looks good. I actually do want to see it, so. Oh, okay. All right. Do we have anything else for on the screens? No, that's it for now. All right. We'll catch you in the next round. Once upon a time, we read a book. <laughs> Welcome to Reads, where we discuss the things that we have read. Yes, and mostly this is where Carl gets to uh, get me to... Impose <laughs> a comic book on Laquita. Another comic book on Laquita. Aww. But I like it. I like reading the comics. Good. Uh, what did we read this week? This week, we read Steelworks number one. one. Steelworks number one. Yes, I have a couple of things to say. I didn't know who that was. 
and that he was part John of the Henry. super family, I guess, or helping the super family. Um, yeah. A hammer. He's part, yeah, he's part of um the super family as a character named Steel, mm -hmm. who came about after when Superman died, there were four Supermen who rose to kind of take his place, and he was one of them mm -hmm. um, as Steel. Uh, John Henry Irons the third okay. or something like that. That's funny. And so Iron now, Steel. Yeah, and so now he has his own like tech company, and as you read, you know he's mm -hmm. trying to do something different by helping the city to help, to help empower yeah, yeah. Them, them so that they're not so dependent on super people. Yeah, and I get that. I get what he's trying to say because. You start to just um, expect that somebody's going to be there to save you. And then mm -hmm. you start to lose those basic um, abilities of what do you do if nobody's there to help mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. um, so I get where he's coming from. I don't agree with his method. I think his method is a little weird. What is his method? Well, he he's just going to cut people off but he hasn't even talked to the oh you mean like that here. oh yeah but i mean he's gonna use technology and his company to do what he's doing not I but he's he just is. saying he's you know gonna uh fold the cape or whatever but then it also becomes that thing where you know it also becomes that thing where does everyone need to have military grade weapons <laughs> Oh, oh, you think that you think stuff. that he's going to create weapons for civilians to use? Well, he was saying I'm, he was saying to um Natasha yeah. and Natalie, something like yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah, Nat, I know yeah. Nat for sure. <laughs> um he was saying to her like, "Oh, what can you do it without your suit?" So I know he's trying to make a way for everyone to be able to I guess dig into a resource or have access to a resource to help themselves. But that also, to me, just is the same problem. I feel like, I don't know that, I, I have the feeling that he's not offering personal um, tech for people mm -hmm. to defend themselves or anything. I think it's more like for the city, like creating a shield for the city or creating, you know, technology to help the city versus, you know, something that a person buys as a weapon or defense. I think that he's, you know, like upgrading mm -hmm. the city, like maybe putting cameras in or uh, security systems yeah. or, you know what I mean? Or drones that fly around to help. But that's still to I me. I that's still like being a savior, huh? Exactly. That, um, that, that, that to me is now he's relying just. relying on his company. Now, now he's just doing know. it for, I, yeah. for profit. Yeah, <laughs> I exactly. Guess, I guess we'll have to find out what he's actually doing and empower people. Exactly. We're gonna have to read number <laughs> number two to figure out what the plan actually is because as of right now, it just seems like he's pushing out the super family to make money. Oh, damn! Didn't look at it like that. Yeah, oh. that's why I was confused. That's interesting. <laughs> but what what notes do you have? Um, I I didn't realize that uh, John is with Lana Lang. Okay, are you she's... familiar with Lana Lang? <laughs> she's Scott. Oh no. So, oh wait, Lana was who he grew up was, with, was girl. in love with. Yeah, yes, that's who he. Oh, with. I thought it was like because Scott Lang. Yeah, Ant Man. I thought <laughs> no, it was like Ant Man's no. daughter or something. I had no, no idea. No, no, it's a, a childhood <coughs> love interest of Clark Kent. Oh wow, from Smallville. 
Like what? Well, <laughs> Fiance. She yeah. was oh really? Wrapping oh, the ring. Yeah, you're she right. She was wrapping the ring. And I caught something that I never realized, but I never realized that Ameritech, Amertech mm -hmm. was a company that was in DC lore necessarily. And then he said that he used to work for them yeah. during that time when you know Superman died and where he became steel. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh really? Was it that all the way back then when that happened. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because it's one of the tech weapons companies that are in Suicide Squad Killer Justice League. Gotcha. So when you get your loot, it could come from different companies. And one of them is Amertech or Ameritech. Yeah. So I was like, oh, cool. Now I have more context. <laughs> I have some more context. Yeah. Um, the cat's trying to break in. Cat's trying to break out. Yeah, break in or break out. Um, and then the only other thing I had to say was, there's two things. I thought that the plot with the disgruntled employee being somehow lured or um, bribed mm -hmm. to do something bad, you know, that I thought that was a little cliche. Mm -hmm. uh, because I feel like I that happens in a lot of these type of stories. Yeah, um, but he didn't take it. Stuff. Right, he didn't. <laughs> um, but then he's now forced oh, to do yeah. it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But by the end, I, I thought, I said, oh, it's not bad, the, the book. The no. Comic. It's not bad at all. I didn't think and it was did bad. you know who wrote it? Who? You ever watch Star Trek Next Generation? No. Darn. Do you know who, <laughs> do you know who Worf is? Nope. What? <laughs> okay, you know what a Klingon is? Yes. Okay, so the Klingon... No, that's a Vulcan. Oh, well. <laughs> so the Klingon from the next generation with Picard, mm -hmm. you know Picard, right? Mm -hmm. The Klingon in there, in that show. He wrote it. <laughs> His name is Michael Dorn. <laughs> okay. Well, I was like, you go, Michael Dorn. I didn't realize he, you know, wrote like that. So it was kind of nice. Um, and nice. I thought he did a good job. I think also the artwork on it was, was yeah, really nice. Like, I like the, the like, colors. Like, the colors mm -hmm. were very, like, like brilliant and popping. So, yeah. Popping? I like it. Popping. All right. So. Okay. While there are other books that we could read, mm -hmm. I think we're now going to choose either between <coughs> one of these books that have been there all this time and waiting. Okay. Or no, no, choose no. one book to go back to and read the second issue of. No, let's let's yeah, choose one wanna... that that's been waiting. Okay, I think I might let you pick. Uh, automatically, I'm looking at Penguin and Last Ronin. Oh, okay. So Last Ronin. Oh, I threw it in the, back in there by accident. Oh, okay. Not so much an accident, but something I'd be interested in reading. But it's not DC. Oh, okay. It's uh, well, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Let's read Penguin. Penguin? Mm -hmm. Okay. That's cool. I'm excited. Oh, cool, cool, cool. I was thinking that, I think if I were to pick, I might have picked either Green Lantern or Green Arrow. Eventually, like we That's have to GLGA do... That's what GLGA is. Eventually, we have to do Green Lantern, because I don't oh, okay. really know much about yeah, Green Lantern. Yeah, I would like to do that. But That's let's do Penguin. Let's do it. All right. All right. So next week, guys, we're going to try to do Penguin number one. So oh, feel wow. free to either get DC Universe, uh, um, DC Universe Infinite. Infinite. Oh, my God. I was like, DC Universe Infinite 
Um, and you can get the um, Ultra tier, so you can get all the comics just a month after from release. Mm -hmm. uh, so either get from there or download from one of the apps that are like Amazon slash Kindle Comixology. Yeah. Um, or go to your local comic book store and support them. Yes, absolutely. And make sure to keep up with the issues with us so you can tell me what I got wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> not getting anything wrong. Oh, everything. You're On to the next it. one. Moving up the charts. Moving up the charts. Moving, moving up the charts. Yeah, moving up the charts this week. Welcome to Moving Up the Charts. This is our final segment of the podcast Yay! and our final improv section where me and Carl try to create a chart-topping song. song. Yes, and how do we do that? We use a game called It's, it's Kind, kind of, of a Funny, funny story. story. And oh. we put on a card. It's not. We're not using this game as it's intended. We just right. use one of the cards to give us a, uh, a prompt a for prompt. what the song will be about. So let's yes. do one for next week before we do the one from last week. We're going to pick the card that we're, that's going to um, give us what the next week's song will be. All right. All right. And, and what is it, Lupita? Who would most likely blame their fart on someone else? <laughs> I mean, yeah, we could do that as a song. We could. We could. That that's I it. I notice that this card they want you to actually point at somebody because this is a this is a party game. Right. So 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 who, who would, would most likely blame, blame their, their fart, fart on, on someone, someone else? else? Okay, yep. so that's what our next week's <laughs> song will be about. I'm excited. Okay, I'm just gonna write myself a note. <laughs> Well, I'll leave the card out so we okay, can write yeah, it. I'll write later. Okay. So, that's for next week. Yes. But, last week, we mm -hmm. picked what as our topic? We picked uh, uh, something along the lines of... Oh, I know. If our life was a three-course <laughs> meal, what uh -huh. would each course be? Exactly. <laughs> oh uh, so, we're going to roll to see who starts the song. What'd I rolled get? a four. Oh, oh no. Four. Oh, oh no! So you're gonna okay. start the song. <laughs> okay, I just right. realized <laughs> this is gonna be fun. Okay, <laughs> I just realized. <laughs> I just realized that I didn't write the correct things, but you know oh, no. we'll what? What you think it was? I uh, the same thing, but. I was going, if our personality was a fake course, oh. Well, it's oh, fine. Oh, it's yeah, fine. it's fine. It's fine. It's just Same a, thing. It's such a jump off point okay, for us to right. come up with it. <laughs> well, so it doesn't be, have to be about I'm going to be jumping way meal. off, but you know. Mine is abstract and not literal like that either. <laughs> All right, let's try this. My first time hearing the song. <sighs> I bring it on time, time, time. 
This is an apple pie. <laughs> but the soul food keeps you comfort all the time. This is an apple pie. But come back for appetizers if you won't mind. Say this is an apple pie. Because I'm southern and I'm cute and I'm sweet as pie. Ooh, yeah. Sweet as pie. Yeah. Give me the condiments. Please. Sweet as pie. Condiments, yeah. please. Whipped cream on top. Everything free. Put them on my uh, lies. Uh, put them, lick them cookies and cream. Hey, cookies and cream. Dip them, dip them wild. Cookies and cream. Just put them uh, in your mouth. Uh, 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 come on. Uh, went on forever. It was like a 10-course meal. <laughs> well, Carl, where can they find us at? You guys can find us if you go to beacons.ai forward slash giggles and games where you'll find links to all the places that you can find our podcast, such as <laughs> Amazon, Apple, Deezer, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, RSS, Samsung, Spotify, and, and TuneIn. And if you're listening to the podcast on any of these great, fantastic podcast stations, <laughs> and you want to see our beautiful face and our crazy antics, then you can follow us on uh, YouTube at That's Giggles right. and, and games. games. Don't forget to like and subscribe mm -hmm. and hit that notification bell. And of course, we're always going to be hoping to make some more bonus content, some bonus rounds. I have some shorts. coming. That's right. <laughs> and we will post them on X Twitter X. at Giggles Games, games Pod. Pod. And of course, TikTok, IG, and Threads, Instagram at Giggles, Giggles and, and Games Pod. So as you're ending your night or starting your day or whatever you're doing, just make sure you start it with Giggles and Games. Uh, uh, give me that pie. Comment this on top. Whipped cream, cherry, and alamo pie. I, I don't know if that, that didn't work. <laughs> 